please approach the bench? We're adjourned, Mr. Reed. Ronner, I think we've made a big mistake. Mr. Reed, I am tired and very cranky. I know, but this is just wrong, isn't it? I manipulated the system. Just because you bought it doesn't mean I'm right. It's a technicality. Young man, having my judgment mocked in my own court is not something I'm prepared to tolerate. Well, maybe you can tell that to the kids when they're adopted. By the Manson family! One more word out of you, Mr. Reed, and I'll hold you in contempt. I hold myself in contempt! Hello, and welcome to episode 46 of the Grass and Gear podcast. I'm FN Grasper, and as ever, I'm joined by my talented co-host, Daniel Gear of Bolivia fame. Say hi, Dan. Hi, Tony. How are you? Good, thanks, you, mate. Um, yeah, so still surviving COVID-19. Not hit me yet, but... The stream... It's a shame. It is a shame. <laughs> Many people really switch off now already, you know, in a rage. Um, are you okay? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. Much better this week. Yes. And I'm looking forward to this podcast. Obviously, the clue's in the title for listeners. Um, Would I Lie to You Again? It's kind of a reboot of our 2018 podcast we did. Um, I don't know if you remember that far back, Dan, but we, we got a few podcasts on to play Would I Lie to You? Um, we couldn't get them back on again because, sadly, each and every one of those podcasts has died. Um, so it's kind of like in the memorandum of those ones Um, so we kind of did the next best thing and took on another medium that is dying FM YouTube I'm I'm joking before they have a go at me Um, so we've got three um, visual creators who you probably all have heard of before or have watched videos Um, in no particular order um, we're going to start with Jim G hello Say hi, Jim. Uh, oh, sorry. Right? Yeah, we're, well, that we're talking over each other straight away. That's a good start. Yeah, yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Thank you for coming on. Yeah, we're, we're all good. Um, uh, Curti. Good evening. How are you? Yes. Obviously, f- listeners will know you, obviously, from Five Star Podcast, but we've managed to get you on a loan deal. You have, and I'm always, ha- always happy to come here on loan. An expensive loan, I must admit. Obviously, you, you mentioned about the PayPal notification coming in. Well, I mean, it was touch and go whether it was going to come through, but um, luckily you managed to get the funds in place, so we are good to yeah. go. Excellent. And good last thing is you're the cheapest one of five stars, so... It's good to know. Well, that's it, yeah. Dupe, Dupe literally made us have a dry run for about six months, no guess, because of Dupe. Ah, is that why you boys went, went quiet? For yeah, now? we went quiet, yeah. And, and last by no means least, we've got um, that guy, JC. Hello. Welcome. Thank you very much. I don't think we've had a, a Derbyshire voice before. Yeah. Most well, you're most welcome. I'm, I'm probably the roughest person you've had on your podcast, so I do apologise to the listeners. <laughs> yeah, we'll put some kind of disclaimer out at the end to apologise. Um, so, obviously, Would I Lie to You? It's a UK game show. Hopefully, listeners will be aware of it. If not, they should have been listening to the previous one we did back in 2018. But there's a series of truths and lies that contestants are going to read out today. We've split them into two teams. So we have a red team, which is Daniel Gear, Bolivia fame, with Jim. Um, and then we've got Curti and JC. Reason for that was I wanted an experience head with uh, alongside a Maverick. I think putting JC next to Dan would have been an absolute <laughs> disaster. Um, I think the podcast says it is a disaster, but I think that would have really been the final nail in the coffin. Why? Um, well, I just, I just think, you know... It's, it's dynamics, JC. You need it's, to get it right. It's a balancing act. Can I just ask? Um, Dan and Jim are the red team, but you didn't assign us a colour. Yeah. Well, I've I provisionally put you as blue. Brown? <laughs> you could be brown. <laughs> <laughs> it 
if that's a funny colour, I don't. Is that the best joke of the night? <laughs> it's, it's probably going to be. To be fair, we've peaked. So thank you for listening, guys. Um, right. So we, we should probably just go on to the drink opening, if that's okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I don't. I don't think we specifically ask people to get drinks, but hopefully you just know grass and gear by now that we do a, a usual spark up. I'll go first. Nothing fancy. It's a local beverage, Camden Hills. Um, Dan? I've actually got some Guinness this week. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I don't I'm not the biggest fan of Guinness. I don't but, think you've had you know, a Guinness before, have you? But it's, um, it's Cheltenham Festival week, so I didn't normally would have a couple of Guinnesses out there. Right. So I um, decided to stick with tradition. Okay, and hope you get lucky. I always do, mate. Always do. Always do. <laughs> <laughs> um, we might as well go in the order then I've introduced you. So over to Jim. Uh, yeah, I've nothing fancy for me as well. Uh, I Usually I'd go for some kind of uh, hipster craft pale ale or something, but it's just a cause light for me tonight because I've got a little bit of a, a sniffle. We've already spoken about the COVID-19 a little, <laughs> little bit. I've got a yeah. little bit of a sniffle coming on. Hopefully it's nothing, but okay. <laughs> cross the fingers well, and have a cause light. If you do feel at any point you need to self-isolate, just by all means just close your audio and you know go go elsewhere somewhere yeah don't want to pass anything over the airwaves <laughs> no it's not right <laughs> and Curti? um i have some nice craft beer but i forgot to put any of it in the fridge before i went to work so i have a pear copperberg cider oh lovely that's nice mm. not really the time of year for it but mm. it's a, it's a it's a nice enough drop no and jc um, so I had the choice of either Racky, Jägermeister, Kirkland water from Costco, or uh, <laughs> the poshest thing I could find in my fridge, Carling. <laughs> Jesus, well, that is a that is a chore. So you chose Carling. I told you the roughest person you could possibly have on yeah. it. Um... <laughs> You've got them. Have you not just got them all laid out in front of you? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, for each You're round. Just going to bolt them one by one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, well, whenever you're ready, guys, let's spark up. Oh, roughness. <laughs> right. So, contestants have a lie or a truth to read out. It's that the opposing team has to call it basically what they think is it's going to be a true or lie they'll get a point if they correctly guess it if they get it wrong the point goes to the other team if let's say gear and jim don't agree um i've designated gear as the team captain for the reds so he gets to decide yeah he he can overrule and i think he did it back in 2018 he overruled a few times um for for the (laughs) was that an official wikipedia entry yeah, <laughs> is there a GNG wiki? I don't know. It's got. Oh, there be, should hasn't be. It? There Surely. should be anyway. Uh, if you're listening and you're bored, um, please wiki our podcast. Um, on the blue slash brown team, I've said that the captain should be Curti again. Bullshit. And I'm sorry, JC. It's not personal. It's strictly business. It feels like it tonight. I'm not going to lie. Um... <laughs> I don't think the carding's helping you either. To be fair. No, it's got me quite aggressive, and I've only had a sip. Yeah. <laughs> Typical that a Tory would pick another Tory to be captain. Well, that's why I put it as the blue team. But anyway. <laughs> um, right, so the running order is Jim goes first. Come on, Jim. So, okay. Jim, whenever you're ready, can you read out your card? 
Yes, I can. Um, so, my mother-in-law overheard me showering with two guys and told my wife, in reality, it was grass and gear at max volume. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Okay. So, um, please explain. <laughs> how how close does so, your mother-in-law have to get to, to hear this? Where is where is the shower? Is it upstairs? No, it's downstairs. It was. She's luckily she wasn't in the shower. <laughs> Lie. But, but basically, yeah. <laughs> but basically, I use my shower time to listen to podcasts. Basically, I've got a little how long Bluetooth. How <laughs> I, yeah, well, some of our podcasts are over an hour long. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and uh, well, I don't necessarily get through the whole thing. I get I get pretty close because in the mornings I get down and it's one of those. It's the only time I can get my own time away from the kids, away from uh, my wife. Oh, I don't want to be away from my wife, obviously, uh, but you know, <laughs> uh, a, a little bit of time away. And Rachel always jokes about it and says, you know, text me and says, "What are you do? Are you having a spa day?" Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was I I was in the shower listening to Grass and Gear. At a time when her parents were over, because uh, they're from they they live in Australia, so they come they come over every so often to visit, and she happened to be coming in the bedroom for something, <laughs> and there's a uh, it's an ensuite bathroom. She heard, and I I've got this tendency to sort of talk, <laughs> talk back and say things like, bullshit, you know, shut up, Dan, uh, you're talking nonsense, you know that kind of stuff, and um, so yeah, she overheard it and. Told Rach. So, what did she exactly tell Rach? I I don't know exactly the words that she used, but she she said something along the lines of, uh, "Who's James in the shower with?" <laughs> uh, I can hear him talking to talking to two guys. <laughs> what do you listen he... to the podcast on? What what uh, form of hardware are you using? I've I've got like a little Bluetooth speaker. It's a TC Evo 9 just a cheapo Bluetooth speaker um, and just play it on my phone off and link it up with Bluetooth there's no, there's no risk of you being electrocuted or anything no because like it's like um, we've got a sort that's of a, that's a shame a walk-in showery thing and it just stays <laughs> <laughs> on the side uh, yeah so yeah so so here's my here's my thinking right because I can I can I can see you in the shower for quite a while. I'm sure, I'm sure you can. I'm sure and, you can. You know, you, you, you strike me as quite a well-groomed man. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got a beard to look after. I bet I bet you're a beard oil user. Not so much. I've tried it before, but I'm not I'm not I don't really get into it. It's kind of um we're going to talk about our kind of healthcare regimes now, aren't we? I know you use face masks, Curtie. I'm a big fan, and and I and I have done as well. I have to cut if it's one of those ones that you just sort of place on your face. I have to cut the bottom half off so it, so it doesn't go on my beard. Uh, I'm a moisturizer. You're preaching to the converted here. We're yeah. well for you, Jim. That, We're not going to judge you here. That that I, can, oh. I know that's true because you you tweeted a picture of me yeah. at me after I'd yeah. done similar um, yeah. with a face mask of your own. So okay, so that mm. that's interesting. So because because basically what I'm trying to gauge is just how long you might spend in the bathroom because you know if, if i'm jumping in the shower it's like you know it's a five minute shower or whatever i, d- I wouldn't oh, even no. think to to put on a podcast to sort of pass the time away because i don't spend that t- that much time but I-, I reckon you probably uh you know you've got two kids as well so yeah. it's kind of you time isn't it 
Well, also, they wake up very early. They're up at like 5 a.m., and that's which means I'm up from 5 a.m. By the time I have a shower, it's about 9 o'clock. It feels like midday. And um, I've had about three coffees by then as well. So there's other things I do in the bathroom <laughs> as well after three coffees. So See, the, on, the, yeah. the only aspect of this that I'm finding, I'm struggling with, I think, is the fact that you talk back to the podcasts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you, you know that one of the things that I do is record myself uh, playing a football simulation game <laughs> and then post it online for people to watch. So... There's a, yeah, that's surely not that ridiculous. There's, there's also <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the the problem with, with the mother-in-law in that she her first port of call was to just grass you up rather than just say uh, <laughs> what join in <laughs> rather than just come in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, um, Jim. Obviously, you said she, she lives in Australia. Yeah. A cheeky way to get her in the bathroom would be to show her the plug because the water would go the different way around, won't it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. On. I'm not after a cheeky way to get her in, <laughs> in the bathroom, Tony. <laughs> right, okay, sorry. Oh. I just thought that could be a gateway. Has your has your mother-in-law got a history of trying to split you and your wife up? Not apart from this, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just... It, it does sound like she's trying to go out of her way to put some... Just you, planting or... some seeds of doubt there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it this way, I don't think she's um, she's not liberal enough to have accepted it. I don't think. <laughs> so talk talk me through your bathroom routine because obviously <laughs> I am I love a bath and I won't go into the bathroom fully clothed. I put I take all my clothes off in my bedroom and then I walk through with my dressing gown. T- talk me through your routine of getting in and obviously podcast etc. From what I've seen, you rarely wear clothes, do you, do you JC? It's like most of the pictures I see of you. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I was ask, do, you, do you put the podcast on and then do a naked strip, then get a dash into the shower? Or does do you kind of do it gradually as like you walk, you work up to the you, theme tune? The, and then the first naked. thing I do... You take your clothes off to the theme tune like a strip tease. <laughs> the first thing I do is uh, I, I go into the sh- into the bathroom... Turn the speaker on, make sure all the Bluetooth's linked up to my phone, start the theme tune. As soon as the theme tune starts, trousers down, I'm on the toilet. That's when I, <laughs> that's when I start with my uh, morning... I was, I was hoping I wouldn't even have to get into this much detail, but that's when I start with my morning poo. Um, after I've finished my morning poo... And that's at um, nine o'clock, and you're up at five, so you do four hours of not pooing. Yeah. Okay, and I've, and I, and, I've, and about three coffees. So that's that's pretty that's good. In, that's impressive. Yeah, that is, that is pretty good. That's willpower. That's yeah. three. And these that's, are, these are strong that, coffees. That, that's th- <laughs> that's three podcasts in itself. By the sounds of it, just shitting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm I need, by that point I need it. Um, so I get the I get the podcast done. Do the poo. Uh, mm. Then I strip the rest of my clothes off. Start the shower. Get in the shower and uh, and yeah, listen to the rest of it. Do you have like a specific routine in the shower? Is it like head first and then like wait for, wait for Dan Gear to talk and then wash your love length? Like talk me through. Uh, well, I'd like to sort of stand in a bit of a daze in the water. Hot shower. I like mm. it incredibly hot. So, too hot for some. Um, and well, too yeah. hot for the mother-in-law, definitely. Uh, yeah, hopefully. I like I like to be almost burning myself with the shower, and I'll stand in there and almost suffocate myself uh, with the steam. Um, and I don't know. I think I always go for my balls first, to be honest. Fair play, fair play. <laughs> lather, lather them up first. Yeah, lather them up first. Leave it on. 
lather lather the beard up. I should probably do the beard first. <laughs> See, I, I didn't think we were going to hit a new low tonight, but straight away the low has <laughs> already been reached. Yeah, um, people tuning into this thinking, expecting a football manager podcast. <laughs> you, yeah. you strike me as an imperial leather kind of man. Is that like? Am I on the right lines with that, or is it more like no, Ray Dux? No, do you know what? I don't even know what our shower gel's called because um, Rach, Rach buys it in bulk. We've got this massive bulk. Tub. Oh, she gets the grass and gear branded stuff. It, yeah, probably. <laughs> she yeah. buys it in bulk, and then we put it in a dispenser that just says shampoo or shower gel on it. <laughs> do you live no. in a hotel? <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> right, I think we're going to have to press the brown team. Yeah. For an for an answer, so I don't know if you want to talk, talk about, about yourself, well, but I think this is quite believable. To be there's a couple of there's a couple of a couple of points that I'm not quite happy with, but I don't, oh, maybe I don't know. Personally, I think it's a lie, but obviously, your team captain, as I've been told. Yeah, um, <laughs> stand, stand down, JC. I, I just, I don't know. I, I can, I can sort of, uh, I can see the mother-in-law going downstairs and saying, "Oh, sounds like Jim's in the shower with two blokes." Like as a flippant comment. Um, that's not the first thing that'll come to like someone's head, though, is it? Right. Oh, Jim, Jim's being what? bent over in there. You've seen how <laughs> handsome I am, though, JC. Exactly. So Jim wouldn't have three, two blokes in there. <laughs> I think I might class as a bear technically. So I, I, I'm going to overrule you here. I'm going to say it's true. <sighs> okay, Jim, is this true? It's a lie. Bloody oh, hell! Yeah. <laughs> sadly, this is a lie. Jim's mother-in-law did not incorrectly listen in Jim's shower. Otherwise, I think this lie could have been a lot worse. She was on. Um, she was actually in the shower. Room <laughs> yeah. to, to be fair, every everything everything else is completely true, apart from the fact that she she overheard it. The, the truth. Yeah. The truth is that Jim walked in on his mother-in-law in a shower with grass and gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously the point has been Hi, stolen there by Jim and Gear. So well done, Jim. That was a very well covered lie. Well done, Jim. Good well at lying. Done. Uh, well done, yeah. Curtie. Right. Our our second card we read out by Curti. over to you mate right I am act- oh, actually I was going to talk sorry to interrupt you again but the, the FM discussion there was just around podcasts and where we listen to them I don't know if you want to, ex- to expand on that at all I, I know Curti walks a dog um, I don't know where Grass and Gear listen to podcasts I guess on my way to work sometimes I listen to my mainly at work or when I'm driving the car we've already covered Jim JC uh, just on the way to work if I do but sometimes it's just Michael Bublé instead yeah all fair answers so sorry Katie we'll go back to you now that's alright <laughs> right so I am actually the OG of FM YouTube um, having posted a video in 2013 and subsequently deleted it Shall we just clarify what OG is for the younger listeners or the older listeners, whatever OG oh, means? Um, well, I, original gangster would be the original literal. Um, but okay. Not old gear. No, not old gear. But yeah, I was okay. thinking own goal. I, I was, I, as far as I know, I was... Well, I don't know if anyone else has done one before me, but I was the first person that I know of to post a, a Football Manager YouTube video. 
Hmm. What what inspired you to post our video? Uh, it was from the forums. Um, I remember reading, basically, um, in FM FM twelve. I sort of came back into it because I hadn't bought it for a couple of years, and I, I spent a lot of time because in that period yeah, they had the introduction to the tactic creator and all kinds of stuff. Um, so I spent a lot of time on the forums um, reading about understanding the tactic creator and stuff and came across people like uh, Cleon and a few other sort of well well read well experienced FM players um, and someone I think put um, something on the forum about oh I'd pay to see Cleon make a video about this stuff and I was like oh I'm quite good at FM because I, u- I used oh, yeah. to be, um, <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just post a video of uh, just a random match. It was a, well, it was a Champions League match um, from FM13, uh, and I did, and it, uh, I, I, I delete. I, I can't remember how long it was on there for before I deleted it, but um, it certainly, it wasn't under my Curti moniker because that had yet to be. Um, oh, can started. you remember the username? I can't. Kay. I can't remember the no. username. Well, um, why did you remove it? Um, I, I, it's one of those things. I, I, I don't really know. I think it only had about sort of twenty, thirty views, maybe over the course of maybe a year, something like that. Yeah. Um, so because you were naked? No. Well, I, I didn't have uh, a face cam at oh. the time. It was very much just a, a record. I think I used um, it was off my Mac, so I would have used maybe QuickTime Player or something like that just to do a screen recording. Um, but uh, yeah, it, w- it was very, very, very low tech compared to today's standards. Hmm. Off your Mac, you say, and it what? What was it? FM twelve? Did you say? Uh, FM uh, thirteen. It was. Was the was the three um, D match engine in that version? The Probably 3D wasn't, match wasn't. engine came in in FM09, um, right. but I've, I've I've traditionally been a 2D player. Ah, okay. Because I, I, that was what I was going to say. I'd struggle to see how <coughs> Mac would record that at the same time because it's difficult to record on Macs. Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm going I'm going off on a tangent there. <laughs> yeah. No, you're, you're, you're probing, Jim. Well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just going to quickly ask Curti around was this kind of a let's play or was it more of a tactical video so, so, of the of that game so um kind of based off of what i was reading on the forums at the time it was just kind of like a how i approach a match so stealing cleon's blogs and just basically reading it out not really i mean i it was it, the save was um it was southampton fm13 in the champions league yeah i'd got in, i'd won back to back champions league actually um, okay. And the the match I think was against Olympiakos, um, possibly in a in a quarter final, and we won three nil or three one. Um, and it was just who kind scored? of like who scored? Sorry, who scored? Oh mate, um, <laughs> I you, well, it, probably Neil Mal Malpai was uh, was pretty prolific for me in that save, and also Gaston Ramirez was also very good. Um, so I can't. To, I'll be honest. I can't even remember if I did commentary. Really, um, it was just uh, just a gameplay video and kind of what I was looking at in the really? game. 
When you said Neil Malpai, do you mean the one that's at Brighton now? Is he at Brighton? He was at Brentford, right? Brent, uh, yeah. He might, he might well be at Brighton, I'm not sure. Is he, is he old, is he old enough to be in 2003, FM13? Well, he's about 23 now, so it's going to be quite close. Right. Where did you sign him from? I'd, I'd be lying if I, if I, if I, if I told you I knew. Um, probably a, fr- probably a <laughs> French club, I imagine, yeah. but I couldn't tell you which one. I don't know about you, Jim, but I think it's a lie. I, I, I don't know because I feel like this could be a truth. There's a truth. There's a couple of little things in there that make me think, "Oh, hang on, he slipped up there a little bit." But, but then, I, I could also believe it. I got a bit distracted when. Um, when Tony said, uh, steal Cleon's blogs and basically read them out, I was just writing that down as a note to do for my uh, future, <laughs> future YouTube, YouTube series. Um, Happy but, to help. Happy to help. <laughs> yeah. um, but, uh, and he's not around on Twitter anymore to get me for it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, only thing I, the only thing that puts me off uh, thinking it's true is uh, um, that you... Said that you would use it off your own bat to go and do a um, tactical video. That's the first thing on there, from nobody else has done. Whilst I can, you're quite creative. I don't know if you would have done that without any sort of inv- inspiration of seeing it before. That's that's what. So you're saying basically, FM is not an innovator. <laughs> <laughs> that's essentially what you no, just said. But no, but what I'm saying is, it's quite a. Um, it's quite a thing. It's not like a let's play, even just recording yourself playing, but actually going on there and showing what you're doing and all that. It's quite a different step to what he normally makes with let's plays and stuff. I almost yeah. feel like let's plays are, are less obvious to to do back then, though, because there were probably less people doing let's plays and doing stuff that was more like tutorial based. Probably was yeah, more yeah. the norm, but I don't know. It's it. If it is a lie, he's covered it very well. My YouTube video is a um, tactical tutorial. Yeah, it was very so. good. You should have done more. Ah, it's time though, isn't it? Mm. And, and too busy getting bolted to the top, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for a lie on this. If Jim, Jim, are you happy with a lie? Yeah, I'm happy with a lie. Yeah, let's go for a lie. Okay, Curtis, can you reveal if this is true or lie? It is actually true. Oh, yeah. really? Yep, I knew it done. Unfortunately, yes, I can't uh, prove it because it has been deleted. But um, yeah, completely true. I recorded it's true, yeah. it was about that, a half hour one. video of uh, Southampton. Full, like, not full match, but um, comprehensive highlights of uh, yeah. Southampton v Olympiacos in the Champions League. Why um, didn't you do more videos like that now, then? Um, because no one watched it. And I think. Um, Doesn't stop me. Well. <laughs> I, uh, to be honest, like I, I wasn't even aware of things like quality, video quality, anything like that. Um, I kind of, you know, obviously looking back, it would have been great to carry on because I could have been, could have been Doctor Benji, you know. Um, <laughs> well, I was going to say, work, the, yeah, the space, had... the app, you know, legend. Work it's like there. sliding doors, isn't it? Except instead of like Gwyneth Paltrow walking into a into a tube, <laughs> it's like. Curtie and Dr. Benji got passing in opposite directions. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, uh, legitimately, it was. I was reading so much on the forums and sort of becoming engrossed in what I was reading and saw that comment about someone making a video, and I was just like, right, I'm, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a little go, see what happens. 
It's, it's unfortunate, obviously, 2013, Curti FM YouTube died the same year as Margaret Thatcher, Nelson Mandela and Hugo <laughs> Chavez. Um, all, you know, all four of them are major losses to, to the FM community. Um, How I'll, the fuck do you know that? Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, obviously, with YouTube, we were quite critical last week about YouTube, which I a bit apologise for. Um, <laughs> but it does seem... Did you just that, say, you know, I a bit apologise for... <laughs> I threw a bit in there just to just to help out because um, you couldn't quite bring yourselves to to fully apologize. Not not fully. It's not full apology. <laughs> let's put it that way. But it, it does feel with YouTube that um, if you're like, like the bigger fish early on, you will remain as the bigger fish. It's like if that 2013 yeah. Curti probably could have been bigger than Benji, yeah, and would have remained bigger for a long, long time. Um, it's a shame, really, because obviously, um, it would be nice to have another big account, wouldn't it? Obviously. Um, and now we just have to make do with Curti on Twitch. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, like, it's almost like I guess Rarely. the the, the <laughs> old thing is that um, streaming kind of killed the YouTube star, I guess, in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Incidentally, I would probably stream, but I've got such a bad internet connection that I can't. So that's why I ended up doing YouTube. Interesting. So did you basically when you first started out, did you not have a direction you wanted to go down? Um, did, you, did you know that technology would be a limit and you'd have to go YouTube? Yeah, I knew I would do either YouTube or streaming, and initially I was going to do streaming, and I started setting, even setting stuff up, Twitch channel up and things like that, and then just realised that my internet connection was just woeful, so um, just just couldn't do it. And is that the same for you, JC? Did you just always decide to do YouTube first? Mine mainly was because, like, obviously you see this side of me where I'm just making tits of myself, but, <laughs> like, my job at the time when I first started was, like, really serious and I had to, like, be all professional and, like, I just couldn't be it myself. So I, I kind of started doing it and then just went ham on it and I just went to the extreme and it was, like, it was kind of, like, what I wanted to be, like, I, 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 this is really sad, but... Well, I actually wanted to be like at work. I couldn't be because I had yeah. to remain professional at all times, sell these ridiculous houses to people. Um, <laughs> but I lost that job, so I couldn't give a fuck now. So basically your YouTube is the real representation of you. It, it's me it's hyped up un- to 11. That's the way yeah, I was saying. Unhinged, on Carlin probably. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, you know, just a Friday night of Carlin beat the wife up and go to sleep. Like That's, that, right. that, that's Derby. Right. <laughs> it's not really that's a joke by the way just to clarify to people out there I'm not really into that sort of stuff yeah I don't really go anywhere north of Ipswich so that's pretty uh, Derby to me is like north of Beyond the Wall and Game of Thrones <laughs> we, d- we don't go there yeah fair enough I, I don't want to be here <laughs> north of well maybe Ipswich. we'll do like a, a patron to get you out maybe one day yeah let's start one now yeah okay right we should probably move on obviously you've won all now because you've both incorrectly guessed um, each other's lies and truths. Moving on to Dan then, from back onto the red team. <laughs> Mine is, I once crashed my car playing football manager. So, um, to go on with this, what what was happening was um, my wife was in the hospital and um, we were get, when um, she was pregnant and we obviously go for the pregnancy checkups and all that. And um, we asked to um, go down there, and there's a couple of times when she finished, she was working because she's a nurse. So the appointment would be like um, in her working hours, we arranged it for then so she wouldn't have to come do it on her days off. 
So I would go down a little bit earlier and just sit in the car park waiting for her to call me to say she was ready to go in. So I take my um, laptop with me, and it, the battery was low, and I got a charger that I can. I got like a thing that I plug in my charger thing that keeps the battery going. So I had the engine on, and my um, my car is an automatic, and I thought I had it in park, but I had it on drive still. So um, it was on the handbrake, and all of a sudden it just sort of went forward, and I crashed my bumper into the wall in front. So um, it went it went too bad, only a few scratches. But uh, that's, what, that's my story. What, uh, what car was it? It's a Jaguar X type. <laughs> oh, bloody hell, all right. Yeah, leather seats inside. <laughs> yeah, it's leather, white leather seats. Was it actually a Jaguar right. X type? Yeah. Uh, yeah, white leather seats with like a walnut um, dashboard and it's, uh, um, red. it's like a dark, dark red. All right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting fishy about this already. Yeah, <laughs> he knows too much. Well, well no, because I've got a Jaguar. Have you seen the Jag? I have seen a yeah. No, I've never seen you drive a Jag. I saw you in the. What were you driving when I when you did a jump start in that car park that we had, we had to get some leads. What were, where were we then? Oh no, you, was you doing the Jag when you went to the G and G event? Yeah, I had the Jag when I was. It was um, parked on the drive when you nearly crashed into Ed's car. I was using the expert parking, Dan. I was just, I was freaking Ed out a little bit by parking really close. Yeah, Ed's car off in 30 <laughs> seconds of turning out. So, hey, I have seen the Jag. I didn't notice any marks, though. But when, then I'm guessing no, you... When was this? It, I had it repaired. Okay, that's sensible of you. Surprised, but sensible. Uh, did anyone see this, Dan? In the, I'm um, guessing no, it was... Because in, the, um, the, my um, wife got, like, um, staff parking. So, um... I, I had the staff parking sticker, so I went in the staff parking bit, which is behind, actually, funny enough, it's behind, like, the, the um, Burns Ward. And um, one day I thought I parked in the right bit, but I didn't. I parked in, like, the emergency for, the, like, anyone that's been burnt to be pulled up into it. And, um, and as you sitting there on your laptop. Out, <laughs> get out of this space, because this is where the, uh, the ambulances turn up, they, like, they come in with chemical burns and shit like that. Right. So, um... <laughs> and did you say to them, oh, just one more game? <laughs> One more game. <laughs> so, how far were you from the wall? Oh, not not very far. I mean, it was literally like you know when you like slip on the gear and the car the car goes forward like literally half a yard, and it just bumped into it, it's just like a wall of the building. But you had the handbrake on, you say? I had the handbrake on, and I I thought I put it in park, but it's been on drive. So obviously, I it must have obviously got to a point where I just sort of slipped a little bit because obviously I, I don't know if you've got a, um, ever driven automatic, but it still goes forward a bit even with the handbrake on. You've got to make sure it's in park. What uh, what sort of handbrake have you got in your Jaguar? It's like um, the old-fashioned pull, pull that one. What what year Jaguar is it? What year is it? It's a um, two thousand four. Okay. Oh, when did you? When was this incident where you crashed into? Um, well, my daughter's five and a bit now, so we're probably been about coming up to six years ago. Okay. And how long did you have the car for before you smashed it? Um, I bought it about s- um, six months before she got pregnant, so it was pretty new from when I bought it. Has it got a full service history? Sorry, we're a bit of a tangent. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it did actually because I bought off my mate's dad, and he 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 loved it, but he just he was like retired and stopped. Um, Driving, he had a, a slight illness, so um, he sold it to me cheap. Yeah, it's always important to keep it serviced. Why was your handbrake? Yeah. Why was your handbrake so slippery? It wasn't <laughs> so slippery. I think it was because I'd been there for like half hour, and all of a sudden it just sort of went. 
Right. See, I, I drive an automatic, and you can you can my new car is automatic, and you can pull off with the handbrake set on. <laughs> a warning does come off, come up, I think, if you do it. Sorry, I got too many innuendos there. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you can pull off with the handbrake still. <laughs> but was your what were you doing with your feet, Dan? Were they on any pedals or anything? Well, yeah, they were just sort of down there, so I didn't look looking back. I mean, a long time ago, but I don't know if I did put my foot on the pedal or anything. Right. But I was, okay. um, I'm quite animated. I'm a bit, almost a bit like Curtie when I'm playing FM. It's like smashing things and stuff. So I could have easily kicked the floor and it had gone forward. Yeah, I did see that in the G&G event. You got a bit animated sometimes. Um, who got animated? Mr. Get Sacked at West Brom? Well, I was pretty chilled about it, really. Salt. salt I sulked. I went and, went and ate a roll in the, in the kitchen for about oh. three hours. Honestly, guys, I've never seen anyone eat a roll so slow. <laughs> it's like watching a little fucking fire mouse out there. <laughs> Right, Jay. J- so, I think I think we're on the same wavelength. Then. So basically, I own a Jaguar S-Type. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a 2002, uh, but they're very oh, very similar go. to the X-Type. And yeah. my handbrake is not a pulley uppy one. It's just a little sort of um, almost flick the handle flicky button thing. Yeah, mine's not like that. Mine's the old handbrake pulley uppy. But my one. car's older so. than yours. So yeah, I'm, but it's S types, so it's a different style. But they're very, very similar. I I don't know. Um, her, her dad had the S type, and he had the one that you're all about on his. Because um, the front of it is different, isn't it? It's got like, that big wheel in the middle. I'm I'm feeling like Dan knows a lot more about Jaguars than Curtie right now. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> having this. Jim. I don't know about you. I fully believe this is a lie. Okay, I think we are unanimous. Yes. Dan, can you reveal? This is a lie. Yeah, in it is a lie. All right, okay, then we're um, <laughs> Dan gear and car crashes go hand in hand, um, but not, never, not this time. I've never crashed a car in my life. So yeah, yeah. A, a point to the brown team. Yes. <laughs> well done, Dan. You gave it a good try. I tried. So the FM discussion here, if you can really justify an FM discussion, really was about playing FM in weird and wonderful places. So obviously, as a parent of young children, Jim and Dan might know, obviously, sometimes kids don't sleep and just chuck them in the car. Um, So what I did when my second child was not sleeping for a a good few months, what I would literally just take him out in the car, um, drive for a little bit, get the laptop out, play a game of him, look over my shoulder, oh, the bastard's woken up again, and I'll literally just creep forward about another minute of driving. and then get back on it FM. So obviously the car is essential for any uh, FM daddy out there. Yeah. Um, but I'm wondering if any other guys have got any weird and wonderful places they've played FM in on holiday or I don't know. It's, don't really want to ask JC in case he comes up with something outrageous <laughs> he's done before. But please, yeah, it, please don't ask it, me. It would be interesting to know where you played FM. You really don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose now that we're here, though, we should really understand JC where where you played oh, FM. Oh, the. Like I've just, it, it's the first thing that came to me head, and I feel dead bad. But, <laughs> Not a funeral, is it? No, last year my nan passed away, and um, she was in hospital for weeks and weeks and weeks, and someone had to sit with her every day. Oh, and yeah. I had to sit with her one day, and I just plugged it in, and because. Uh, there's not a lot you can do, really, because she, she wasn't talking or anything, so I just sat there and played FM for a few hours. You didn't plug unplug any equipment, <laughs> did you? I, 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 you know what? I thought that. Yeah. You didn't unplug the fucking light support, did you? 
No, uh, the, I need I did, some charge. <laughs> the, the noise was unbearable, so I had to plug it back in for a bit. Right, okay. No, no, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, why do I talk? No, but that that is the weird kind of places we can play at home, and I suppose it is a game that allows us to... We can play it anywhere. You know, you can play it on your own, you can play it in dark rooms, quiet yeah. rooms. Um, yeah, I, I do find it funny when these people post, um, um, my wife's giving birth... I'm playing FM. Honestly, Stace would have put my fucking head through the laptop. Oh yeah, I don't know how you could you could do that. I was too stressed out. I couldn't couldn't have played FM during that. I've oh, played no. in I've played FM in Palermo whilst playing a Pal- a Palermo save, wearing a Palermo shirt. <laughs> That's, Hipster. Yeah, exactly. Is that some kind of like FM hat trick or something? I don't know. It's got to be. It's got to be some kind of <laughs> FM cred. Yeah. But no, the obviously the, the car is probably the weirdest place I've played FM really. I guess um, it is generally just at home. Um, yeah. But Dan, did you did you actually play FM in in, in the hospital car park? Like, so yeah, you, did, yeah. you used to do car park FM quite a yeah, lot, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I remember yeah, a few selfies. Yeah, I am. Um, I do. I have and do play it in my car, especially like anything like hospital appointments or if I'm waiting outside for the kids from the school run, I get there a bit early. You know, I haven't always pretty much got it on me, especially. Yeah. In the, Chris is the Chris is the classic one for Car Park FM, isn't he? Because yeah. he goes around the country filming for like Sky and different. Uh, Chris Johnson, is, this is yeah, porn, yeah. Uh, and he and he get ends up in like the car parks of like different football clubs, sitting there playing playing FM while he's waiting to go in and film or whatever. Yeah, living the well, dream. He, yeah, living the dream. It'd be interesting to see if, if hear from listeners, you know, any other weird, wonderful places they played FM. So. Get in contact with us, and now hopefully our media team will pick it up and read it. Um, but shall we move on to the next one? Obviously, yeah. we've got now got a two-one lead to the Brown team, um, and it's JC to read. Okay, um, I once coordinated a network save within my church choir, and we could only sign <laughs> players with names from the Bible. <laughs> oh my God. This is like well it, the first thing it, you, you, it already sounds too much of a <laughs> yeah. lie to be a lie. So yeah, like it's, it's one of that. those, isn't it? <laughs> um, can you just name some names from the Bible, JC? Um, Daniel, um, Anthony, <laughs> James, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Mary, Joseph, Moses. Yeah, God. Tell us, how, just tell us how this came about then. Yeah, so basically, um, I come from. Like my family's Irish, so like the big uh, Catholics, and every Sunday, it, without a shadow of a doubt, my nan would like force us all down there, and <laughs> bring your laptop, lads. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was it was more of the fact of like I must have must have been about sixteen, and I could always belt out a tune, um, and Father Tim asked me to join the choir, <laughs> um, and basically. That's this is where... fucking real. I'm saying. I'm saying yeah, I can real. belt out a tune. <laughs> I can. Father, Father Tim got you to belt out a tune. This has got to be real. Father Tim O'Sullivan, who's from Kerry, uh, in uh, in Ireland, is <laughs> a nice bloke. Um, but yeah, so I was about 16 when I joined the church choir. I didn't tell. I was like 21 because I was quite a shy kid. I know it doesn't seem like it at all. Like we've. All, the stuff I do on YouTube. So you was in the choir until you were twenty one. Yeah, I twenty one. Twenty one years old. Yeah, I uh, I thought it would be uh, <laughs> like 
my nan said it helped with my like self-esteem and I thought it'd be a good place to pick up girls but Catholic choirs are full of like boys <laughs> um, so yeah so I did that for five years and then I left and then I found a girlfriend so I think leaving was probably the best thing I did but yeah <laughs> I, I met me t- like I get married next year and I met me two best men who played the network save with me and uh, we just basically got talking one day uh, we were just like uh, talking about football manager and FIFA and all these kind of games and we're on a, like we're just on about like maybe doing a save together and we just thought fuck it why not but we had a bit of a laugh with it we're like right the only thing we all have in common is Jesus so uh, <laughs> we can well, I believed you until you said you got a girlfriend yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm get married next year you bastard she, she looked. She looks like me, but um, yeah. So we, the, beautiful. The, the only rules we set were you were allowed, allowed to sign three players, and they all have to have like names from the Bible. Did you only sign three players. Yeah, you're allowed to sign oh, three. Is that players per each. season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but th- that's the thing. We only because of like conflicting like schedules because we all didn't go to the same school, and then we had to go to like these competitions and stuff. Um. We'd, we'd play it on like the way to like competitions and stuff we, we it just depended really like because my my mum had a dongle like a, a dongle so I could connect to the internet <laughs> uh, okay it's, so you did you pick you all pick real life teams you didn't do that thing where you set up a, a you know no, like a, yeah. a Jesus database so what teams <laughs> what what three teams did you did you have we had if I remember correctly because like, Corinthians. No. <laughs> um, Sorry. No, we had we we picked the three best teams at the time. So we picked Man United, Man City, and Chelsea in the Premier League. And we, God, that must have been a long time ago. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, we're only allowed to sign three players. We only managed to do one season because of like boredom. Eventually, because it was just waiting for the other person to come online or whatever. So, who did you sign, JC? Uh, Shit, Solomon Kalu, uh, Victor Moses, and Thierry Ambrose were my three signings. Because Thierry is a fact for you. Thierry is uh, French for Terence, and Terence is from the Book of Exodus. There you go. I fucking know. This is Jim. What do you think? Well, I I think it's true. I kn- I know that. JC's got a good singing voice for a start because I've heard because <laughs> I've heard him sing, um, and it just sounds too ridiculous. That's it. To, That's it's it's like it it's, can't. It's, it's, it's so it's so much. It's so obviously a lie that it can't be a lie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like ridiculous. Just, 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 just a, a lie. Sorry, just to clarify, you don't you do know why my name's JC, don't you? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh my god, this is revealing a lot. This is the. <laughs> this, this is, is the. It's like yeah. Because I've never revelation. said this out there before. <laughs> this my, is a revelation. Yeah. But my real name is Martin. Okay, <laughs> but you what? So your your YouTube is called JC because you're because it, it was like a bit of a piss take, like Jesus Christ, because I've got a god complex. Are you are you still? <laughs> are, well, it's probably this is probably irrelevant, but are you still religious? Or, no, or were you no, ever? Or? My nan died, so I never had to bother going back well, to church. Because you needed you needed charging, <laughs> didn't you? That's why. Sorry. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. it was, Father Tim's Wi-Fi was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Come on in, Jim. Oh, guys, true. Red, red yeah. team, this is hard. I, I think it's true. Yeah, let's go for true. JC, can you reveal? Is it true or lie? This is a lie. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. Oh, the Tim's oh. got a cracking wife. <laughs> this is sadly a lie. Um, JC is not a church choir member, but oh. I still believe him being the reincarnation of Jesus Christ Superstar. Father, Father Tim does. is real, by the way. He is the... Uh... You, you said it's a lie. I still don't believe you. No. <laughs> uh, I, I so wanted this to be true, and I created the lie with, with JC. <laughs> oh my um, this FM discussion here was just about network saves. Um, we, we that was discussion on that network <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can go and... Well, uh, the secondary discussion there was about any... Does anyone want to take on this biblical network save as an idea? Because it could... It, no. To be fair, on South America, you can get loads of biblical names. As I was talking through it, I could hear Jim's pen scribbling away through his <laughs> next save. I've, got some, I've got some pretty good ideas tonight. <laughs> it's, it's a great network save. Maybe five stars should go on it, Curti. I just love <laughs> Thierry as French for <laughs> That That's what, that threw me a little no, bit. Yeah. But I've, I just I've thought, got, I've got well. a full book here of like complete ridiculous. And I was going to, if you were going to ask me who Terence was, I said that he was the name of the man that put the fire out of the burning bush. <laughs> so JC and I, well, I was like, I just DM'd him a few like quotes from the Bible, just uh, just in case he needed some material. Oh. But obviously he's done his homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot of homework, that guy. Um, so we can, we can move on if you don't want to talk about network saves or yeah. biblical network saves. I, I just want to ask, is any of that true, JC? Were you a choir boy? No. <laughs> oh, my God. I have, I, and yes, Dan, I do have a girlfriend. That part is true. Well, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that is definitely an 8.9 performance there from JC. That was, well, that that was brilliant. You, yeah, you deserve us not to win a point. Yeah. Okay, then. So we, we're now on to Jim's second and final card. Um, for the second part of this podcast so over to you Jim okay I forgot I was going to do another <laughs> another one so I'm not <laughs> yeah, so you've each got okay. two cards yeah okay so as a teenager I had an unhealthy relationship with Rule Fox signing him in every edition of Championship Manager since 1996 who is so Rule Fox do we remember Rule oh. Fox they, JC might be a bit too you're, young yeah you're too probably young. a bit young JC, but Iman- he was. Uh, Im- sorry. Imagine Shawmy Phillips, but about fifteen years before. Yeah, yeah. He was a. a he he was all pace, wasn't he? Back yeah. in the day, and see him. Pretty much, that was it. He was pace, short, fast, um, creative-ish player. Played for t- uh, Tottenham, Norwich, Ipswich, uh, Newcastle. So yeah, did um. So how many how many versions of the game in a row did you buy him for? From as as long as I could, and I can't remember what that goes up to. It, it's hazy whether it was even ninety six. It could have even been maybe before, or I, I, I'm not sure. But it was um, it, that's when I can definitely remember knowing that I was playing Championship Manager. Um, but yeah, I, it just whenever whenever he was still available to buy and he hadn't uh, retired, <laughs> then I would buy him. What what started the obsession? I I've always kind of had a, an interest in players that sort of seem like they they shouldn't make it in a way like they've got something like I guess it's like Messi and Maradona, you know, they're they're short players, short stature, 
probably shouldn't be as good as they are uh or or, or we're probably told at some point you'll never make it you're too short you know you're not going to be a footballer and yet against the odds they do it not that rule fox is (laughs) quite the same as messi or maradona but um yeah yeah, there's you know there's this there's this element of you know he was probably you know against all odds he kind of made it and i like that kind of uh, fm and championship manager before it were all have always been about like creating like for me anyway creating these exciting narratives about stuff that you that happens within the club and that that was an exciting thing to have this player that was just like a bit of an enigma um but also although i'm i'm from stoke my my mum is from norwich and my dad is from ipswich so there's a connection there because he played for both of those clubs and um they weirdly although norwich and ipswich are fairly close to each other never met until they both moved to to stoke so uh yeah it was it, it felt like so it fate. feels like rule fox <laughs> underpins your your existence my existence yes that's mm. correct okay <laughs> so what it's like so i mean right i'm just trying to work this out so from about 96 <laughs> so that would have ma- that would make you sort of 16 yeah um so you know given that he was your your obsession yeah when it comes to football manager or championship manager as it was back then um you must have some some cracking stories to tell us about some of some of your times that maybe when you signed him for for whichever club you were managing. Well, it was usually Stoke. Okay. And it was basically what I would do is I didn't actually what, have. What division was Stoke in back then? Just out of interest. It would have been the old third division you, or second you could division. Sign, you could sign Rule Fox Ooh. from Premier League. Uh, Tottenham. In championship yeah. manager, you could sign anyone, couldn't you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, has got the daggers out. Was it, it, it wasn't. It, it, it wasn't always Stoke. It was you. It was usually Stoke. Um, but but what I would do is I would go around to my friend's house because I uh, we, we'd play together basically. We'd play the save together, almost like assistant. Like I was an assistant manager with him, and we'd have like notebooks and kind of write stuff down and be really like nerdy about it basically um and yeah he we, i signed him whenever we could even when he didn't necessarily want me to i can't remember any specific things that he did that were that were amazing like scoring in finals or anything like that but he was always consistent and he was always good um and, and my memory is a little bit hazy on it but that's just you know he, he was just always a consistently good player. I I believed you, Jim, until you said your parents both separately moved to Stoke f- by choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, they went to, they went to university there. They went to Keele University, which is in Stoke, and then they met there. You see, I, I <laughs> with Rule Fox. There's a few, there's a few things bugging <laughs> me. <on here. laughs> Have you had a paternity test? <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> I knew she really late. I've had too many Guinnesses I'm just, now. I'm just, I'm just trying to imagine 16 year old Jim sat down. He's, he's cracked open Championship Manager 97. First things first. Let's get Rule Fox in the van. I mean, I just, <laughs> yeah. and, and in the you, van. And you're. And you're 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 constantly going back to your parents, which makes me think you're trying to deflect slightly from the story. So I, I don't know, but then uh, it could be, the, d- could be the, the double bluff. 
I'm struggling because I don't know who Rule Fox is. He doesn't sound <laughs> very good. Well, but... well, uh, here's a fact for you about Rule Fox. When he used to play for Newcastle at the time, Kevin Keegan said he was the best player in his position in the country. Which, right. That's, that's the fact. <laughs> it's not very exciting. <laughs> although, then he, although shortly after that, he signed uh, David Ginler and then uh, never played him again. <laughs> <laughs> to me, Kurti, he's just read that fact off somewhere, which 100%. makes me think he's he's had to do his homework on Rule Fox. I mean, so guys, I'm gonna have to press you then. He he would know who Rule Fox is, and no, I know, but it is it is the kind of he's quite he's quite famous for that era. Well, I wouldn't say he was massively famous. <laughs> well, no, but if if you grew up, you knew who he was. You knew he like I said, he'd be like a Trump Mike Phillips. Sort we, of we all player, grew you know, up. At I'm just trying to I'm just trying to work out what the connection is. Because I mean, you know, I know he played for Norwich, but you you grew up in Stoke, so it's not like. I had a connection to Norwich. Though. I mean, one of my first like my first football game was a Stoke game, but I I went to we visit family in Norwich, and I went to, um, you know, went to a few Norwich games. I went to Norwich Tottenham actually, and he was playing for Tottenham, I think, at the time, not Norwich. I'm imagining, I'm imagining the scene right now in Jim's parents' house, and there's just photos of Rule Fox everywhere. He's like a, he's the thing that links the whole family together. Alter. I, yeah. I think this is a lie. Jim, uh, Jim's like, son. I, I, I've done a shit in Stockport Station. Doesn't mean I'm going to start like loving Adam Lafondre. This is a massive. Lie. <laughs> yeah, I think we're unanimous Jim, again. Jim, did you name any kids after this? Not yet. Don't rule it out. Oh. <laughs> So, blue team, is this true for lie? This would a, you say this is a lie? Okay, Jim, can you reveal? It's true. Yeah, well done, Jim. It is true. Jim misunderstood the concept of fox hunting back in the nineties and used it as an obsession <laughs> to chase one of Tottenham's cult heroes. Um, yeah, the discussion here really was just on about have we ever had that one player that we try to sign every edition. Um, I think for me, probably in the older days, it used to be like the, the super Swedes, like Kim Kelstrom or Alexander Farnerard, who just were always standout players to get, and they're almost generally available for like a good four or five years consecutively. So, I don't know about you guys. I mean, there's so there's so many from that kind of era. Like Selakovic was superb, and um, I, I know O one O two was sort of famous for for its. Quirks, uh, Mark Kerr will like forever mm. be one of my uh, yeah. football manager or championship manager heroes. Yeah, I think like oh, all sorry. of us would always buy Mark Kerr a pint if we saw him like, as a legend. Oh. Like, he could just go around the country on tour. <laughs> I think for me, it was always three players uh, back in the old days. Supat Rungratsami, uh, a Thai youngster that played for Portsmouth, always bagged goals. Calvin Andrew and now of course Nathan Jarman. Yeah, the beautiful man. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dan, have you got anyone you, you particularly like? I, I guess you don't really sign the same player every year, do you? you? No, not really. I always try and like um, stay away from just getting the same player all the time. It's like especially like when you see like these wonder kid lists and stuff like that. I never try to look at him because I'd, I don't want to just sign players for. I'd like to uh, just sign who my scouts recommend and stuff like that. Who's the guy that Benji signs every year that's no good, really, for the level he's at? He's, who is it he gets? He, he's playing at Dortmund, wasn't he, or something? Or? Danny Graham. 
Yeah, it just is a it's a bit weird like to shoehorn him every time you have a save. But I guess if you've got the infatuation like Rule Fox, like Jim did, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a weird one. There was did, no no real explanation for it. Did you just, just sign him complete... once and he was really good? And then no, it was like it actually came back to. Do you remember when you used to do? And this is a long way back. Do you remember when you used to do fantasy football, but through like yeah. the newspaper and you yeah. send the it post. off mail order? Yeah, I, I signed him on that, and he he did really well for me. And then I just gained this sort of obsession for him, and kind of. I don't know. It was almost a joke in a way. It was just like, uh, yeah, just irrational. I do. Rem- I think growing up with the CMs, I do remember Rule Fox being massively effective, and always a stand-up player that people used to get. He used to, he had kind of a cult hero status about him. Yeah, um, I think it was his pace as well. YouTubing him later. His pace would just yeah. would just destroy people. I was more of a Tony Daly guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, maybe this is the name as well. The Rule Fox. It's a weird name, isn't it? Yeah. You spelt um, it wrong, by the way, Tony. A couple of is times. Is it with an E? Is it, is it with oh. an E? <laughs> how, how do you spell it? Is it with uh, an E? It's R-U-E-L. Oh, I missed out and, the, sec- the first thing. And you spelt it like... Um, no, you spelt it like a rule. Like you yeah. make a rule. R-U-L-E. <laughs> so so just just watch out in future, please. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't realise I was dealing with a real super fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we will get that right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That is a steal from the red team. And it's still 3-2 to the blue team. So the next card is Curti FM. Right. At TwitchCon USA, I had a second business card made up with Work the Spaces branding and details to pretend to be him when the other WeStream FM guys weren't around. Why? Because... Because I I just I hadn't long been partnered on Twitch, and basically, like if you, it's all about numbers, it's all about uh, like numbers mm. in this game. So, I wanted to appear to be more successful than I was, <laughs> and like people have told me a couple of times that like I you know I could probably pass off as as Jack before he lost a bit of weight, and. Uh, <laughs> On initial meeting, I just, you know, I kind of wanted to have a bit more swing than I, I, I would as myself, because you know, you, you, I was going, I was going to the states. There's a lot of big streamers there, a lot of big content creators, and I just thought, I just felt a bit inadequate. Why did, um, why weren't you with Dupin Teach the whole time? How did you get away from them? Oh, it's, it's quite easy. Like, when you spend sort of a week with with guys, it's like, oh, I'm just going to shoot off and do this. And there was a, a couple. There was one day where we, um, me and Teach, uh, both streamed from the convention. Um, yeah. So they kind of went off and did their own thing, uh, and while Teach was streaming, I I went off and did my own thing. So we weren't together like 100 percent of the time. What's what's the the point in having swing under someone else's name? Um, well, because they're. Um, there's like a lot of social events and stuff that go on and a lot of it is kind of again it's really like horrible and shallow but like a lot of it's you know kind of determined by how big you are and who you are and stuff like that so if i could if i can show someone that i've got a youtube channel with like 50,000 subscribers rather than you know a thousand or whatever um then it, it just gives me a bit more bit more modern in, in those circles exactly and and the and the beauty of it is you know if i can if i can sort of manage to 
to get myself into to somewhere um i can always get the boys along with me as well so it was a it was a bit of a win-win but i was a bit embarrassed about the whole thing so i didn't want to tell them about it um so i kind of did it while no well they weren't around and um yeah i'm not proud i'm not proud of it but uh i just i just wanted you know i I was i was going to a, a convention for the first time and didn't really know what the the lay of the land was and just thought i'd chance my arm where did you get it done to sorry where did you do it to where? That's that's Bristolian. I don't understand either. Where did I do it? Uh, to? Dan, what are you trying to say here? What? What? <laughs> S- spell it out. <laughs> when? When did you do this? When were you telling people you were Jack? Um, so a, a lot of the time you go around and like hand out business cards. Now, the 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 slight change to my opening statement was that I actually created a, a fake email address, um, so it would it wouldn't obviously go to to Jack, um, any kind of communication, um, but. Yeah, a lot of people giving out business cards and stuff like that. I had I had a load of my own made up, and I had a few, um, a few of the extra ones made up as well. I've got so these, when, these, these extra ones were like nominated uh, extra ones. Did you make them at home before you went, or when you went over there? Uh, no, before before. So I I got a load of cards made up from Vistaprint. Um, mm. Nice plug. Any discount code you want to promote there? Or I don't have a discount code. No. If yeah. I was worth the space, maybe I would have one, but. Um, <laughs> So I just got a load of um, my ones made up and um, a few extras with work the space. I, only, I didn't get that many. Like I think I got uh, like two, maybe two hundred of mine and like fifty of of work the space ones. Did anybody email you on them? Uh, no, no, no one ever no. did. What would you have done if they had? And how would you? Would it be like catfishing, really? Yeah, a little bit. What would you? I'd, what would you have done if they had I, done it? How how long would you play the rules that you would? Honestly, I, I don't know what I'd have done. Um, I didn't really have an end game, but my <laughs> my plan was to have a bit more swing whilst I was there. Like I say, like there's a lot of social events and stuff going on, so that was kind of the thought process behind it. Did it work? Uh, no, not really, because uh, I mean, knew I, Jack well, was. Uh, and this is the cause it was the, <laughs> my first convention. Like, if I was going now, I wouldn't do it because I kind of know the lay of the land. But because it was the first one that I went to, I didn't really know kind of what the situation was. Because you know, we were invited to um, the the Twitch party, but I knew that there were from speaking to other streamers that there was there was loads of stuff going on, and I just you know, my numbers compared to to Jack's numbers, um, just it's just. It's, he's in a different on a different level. So, did you did you try to act like Jack at all, or, um, or speak well, like him? Or well, no one really like knew him. who Jack was either. Yeah. Um, but I did, this... I did have the "What is going on, Water. guys?" Jack here. <laughs> I had that now, just in case I had to kind of pull that out the back. This this sounds suspicious to me because it, I think that who else would you want to hang out with? You know, y- you've already got the FM streaming side of things covered with with we stream so like what which streamers are you even trying to to attract well, to if you if to you, take you out if you um so and people who uh, were watching me at the time would have vouched for this basically at the time when we started we stream fm it was all about like you know promoting everybody and kind of get elevating people within within the okay. fm community um but once you sort of hit partner on twitch it's like yeah. okay i can still promote people and i you know and I, I did regularly but i would also like maybe raid a bigger streamer than me 
to maybe try and get a bit of rub off of them. So making connections outside of Football Manager yeah. ultimately would have helped, you know, potentially could have helped me grow um, as a streamer. I am. Um, I I don't know about you, Jim, but I think it's too nice to have done this. Ah, uh, yeah, totally. My, my first thing was like, I can't see Curtie doing this. This is no. duplicitous. Curtie would Curtie <laughs> would never do some a thing like this. Even if even if Jack knew. Yeah. Uh, um, we're, we're gonna go for a lie. Yeah. Okay. Curtie, can you reveal what it, this is? Uh, it is a lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sadly Curtie did not pretend to be the work to space at TwitchCon USA, but this lie has probably given dupe and officially teach ideas for the next convention. Um I just had this as a discussion point, Curtie, about what happens at TwitchCon because I I actually don't really know much about it. I'm guessing it's is it a large hall with loads of people in purple shirts giving out business cards? Uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's a bit of someone else's I business card. There's there's yeah, like true. lots of tech companies that um, you know promote their stuff. There's um, they Twitch organise sort of competitions within you know sh- you know shooting games and stuff like that. I don't know. It's I, it's it's a weird it's a weird thing. Um, it and was, will we stream like the only? Football manager presence. Oh, uh, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I did actually stream live from TwitchCon. Um, yeah, and I think I was the first football manager streamer to ever stream live from TwitchCon. Fact. Um, OG. The OG of FM Twitch. We all, Twitch. We all yeah. took our, our, we all sort of took football manager T-shirts and stuff to represent and all that kind of stuff. But it was, um, yeah, it was, it was weird. Like it was, it was fun, but. The only reason I'd really go to those things now would just be to meet up with people. Um, you know, yeah. when it comes to sort of promoting yourself, when you think about it, you're there with however many thousand other people who are all trying to do the same thing. So there's no point. So it's just. I like, imagine you've, you've got a dupe there as well, ruining any yeah. street cred possible. Ruining street cred, just ruining the experience in general. To be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it was it. Yeah, like we we did Berlin as well um, the following year. But that was a bit rubbish, um, and the only good bit, the only good part about it was just kind of meeting up with the guys and spending time with the guys, because ultimately that's that's what it turned out to all, to to be all about. You know, the convention was very much a side issue. Yeah, and I'll, another question, Curtis, I was going to ask you obviously with COVID nineteen in mind, um, was just around is cancelling the European event this year a wise decision? Do you think? Do you think COVID nineteen could could just well, I, I f- spread like wildfire through there? I think it could spread. To be honest with you, I think the only there's a lots of handshaking going on or kisses or no, it's mainly mainly cuddles. Um, right. Okay. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I, th- I think I can I think it could spread. Like the only the only countries where it's kind of declining are the ones that are on lockdown, isn't it? So yeah. Um, I, I I like Eurovision Song Contest is coming up as well. I think that will get cancelled. That's oh, gonna be a killer. I was a little bit surprised that Cheltenham's got ca- not been cancelled, but um... no, we haven't actually got any cases down here. Have yet. you not? It won't be long. I, I think the cider kills it. Well, it is. That's what it is. <laughs> Plus, we're all we're all made of tougher stuff. So. True. Uh, final question from me, Curtie. And the other guys want to jump in. Was just around alternative holiday suggestions for any of those streamers that have been affected by the European TwitchCon being cancelled this year. 
Um, obviously, they've probably taken a week or two weeks off off work. Do you recommend anywhere else they should go? Uh, I recommend not, not going in your bedrooms and doing 24-hour streams. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Good suggestions. Okay, well, the scores are free all now, so it's getting tense, and we've got the final two cards to go. Um, so it's over to Dan Gear of Bolivia fame. <clears throat> I once destroyed my computer playing Football Manager. Like that. True. So, <laughs> a similar theme then obviously I mean we'll ask a couple of questions for like you know but I, I can believe this um, okay what what computer was it Dan what type of computer it's a Jaguar it was an old HP like um, tower Do you when's re- your birthday <laughs> see that again sorry when's your birthday where's um sorry say that again you were really echoey when's your birthday When's my birthday? December. All right. There's a couple of questions. True. <laughs> uh, Do we really have to go deeper? Because no, he's, de- he's definitely smashed a computer. We're, go- we're going true. We're going true. So I'll, I'll, I just want to know more about what what made Dan smash his computer up in rage. Because I like I, I like the just... idea of Dan doing badly at the game for him to smash his computer up. So I think we should explore those. I didn't smash emotions. it up in rage. Well, I did. I, I didn't. I didn't intentionally smash it up in the rage. Basically, what happened was um, it was getting to an old old computer at that point, and um, it started overheating. So I had this bright idea to take the side panel of the um, tower off and put water on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) What? So what happened was with the side panel off, it was then up again next to my monitor on my um, desktop. I had a drink. It was a Champions League okay. final. Um, I was Dortmund and playing Real Madrid. And um, Real Madrid scored the winner at the 89th minute. And with that, I've smashed the desktop. I've caught the um, drink with my wrist as I've gone down to smash it. It's gone all into the desktop and just caused water damage. Right. So this, happened bef- this, this has happened before Grass and Gear, hasn't it, Dan? Yeah, this was before I met Stacey, so then 2007. What, okay, so why then the other month then? Did you pour a drink on your laptop or your mic or whatever and we fucked up a podcast? Did you not learn your lesson the first time? Um, no. It's I almost like Tony ever... set this up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when Dan went all echo- echoey? Yeah, it's when you ruined the podcast. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, when we were what, you do this every once. episode, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I, think he, I think he has enough and decides to end it. Episode. Yeah. I can't remember. I think was it with um, Dale, wasn't it? And we were doing a quiz or something. Yeah, I think you dropped out and you just went. Just done. It went, yeah. Is, it, just is anyone else picturing Tony writing this out now, very angrily <laughs> smashing his keyboard? <laughs> his angry face on. Yeah, I did this card after four Carlins. <laughs> um, Dan, I was going to ask you, how did you break it to Stacey? Was she alright with it? Yeah, but I met her at that point, so I was, um, I was li- living with my old um, roommates then, so she didn't know. I didn't meet her for like another year. She didn't realise what's that past. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is true. This is definitely true. Okay, well, if, you, if you've got an unanimous decision then, um, Dan, can you reveal if this is true or not? It's definitely true. <laughs> yeah. It's true, yeah. Uh, my notes here were just Danny's a car crash, generally. So I can't, it's, I can't it's damage limitation. Before this one, I was thinking, we're in with a chance, we're in with a chance of winning this. And then Dan read that out, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, there's not much left in discussion there, obviously. No. Other than the fact that we know Curti does a few um, smashes, don't we? Rage. Maybe just, um, if you're going to have a drink, have it in a bottle with a screwed t- top on. Yeah, um, we should definitely get you one of those, because I do worry every time we pod. <laughs> um, okay, so we're on to our last card now, which is JC. Um, there is a danger that we might actually draw the podcast, and I don't actually have any tiebreaker, so it might just be a mass Friday follow um, this Friday. Um, but, you know, we still might have a winner. So over to you, JC. Okay. Being the team captain and overall MVP of my school's (laughs) netball team, I learned valuable lessons to take into virtual football management, especially in terms of the recent dynamics improvements. (laughs) So, so JC, he wasn't a choir boy, but was he in his school netball team? And did you say the MVP? Yeah, I was was the best player on the pitch. My main issue with this is... Gee, he's a lot younger than us, isn't he? How old are you? 26. 26. Because there's no way we boys would have been allowed to play netball for the school when I was at school. Yeah, but this is Derby, though. Well, yeah, so I suppose boys and girls are the same thing there, aren't they? <laughs> 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 do, do you know what I really hate? It's 2020 and you're just assuming genders, Mr. Gear. I don't know, I... It thing is, it's like his last one is almost like too too yeah. much of a lie to be. Um, JC, t- how did you get end up in the netball team? Did you not try another sport first, or did you get? Sh- did you oh, get sh- that's why they put him in a netball team. Yeah, <laughs> I tra- everything else. Basically, I I am five foot eight now, and when I was in year six of school, I was five foot seven. <laughs> um, so I was taller than everyone else, and I was I was what the, I was part of the football team, but I wasn't good enough to play. Until, uh, what was her name, Mrs. Metcalf turned around to me and said, um, (laughs) I need you as my goalkeeper. Um, So I ended up playing GK for uh, my primary school netball team. So um, you started playing for him in year six, did you? Well, I, I started playing towards probably, it was just after Christmas, came back after the Christmas break. Didn't get into the football team, and we'd had a few. Um, like for example, it was a big blow to the school, but uh, Genevieve Tyler, who was the uh, sent uh, the captain or the just the let's see uh, centre, as a lot of people would say, she uh, broke her ankle because um, she was also part of like the dance recital team that we have. It was a weird and primary. You school. wasn't part of that. No, um, yeah. but that was the thing. It was. He was like, a choir boy, he didn't have time for that as well. <laughs> exactly, I had too busy doing my network saves. Um, what, what, were the, what were the names of the other people in your team? Oh, um, well, just the girls or the boys, because there was a couple of us. Well, there was more than a couple of us, obviously, there was a full team, but um, we had Jenny Short. We don't have to do surnames, do we? Do we? Do we need to know their names, Dan? Actually, probably for uh, GD. What is it? GDPR. We can't actually say the real names. Well, we've, we've, we've a real Jenny, so sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> no. Shit. So, so, did you go and play against other teams in the area? Yeah, we actually went to. Um, it's called the. I think it was called City Link, which was all like a football tournament and a netball tournament, and 
the, the netballers were obviously on the netball court and all played against the local primary schools and the footballers played in one end and you could really tell the difference between like all the cool lads in the year all playing football and all of us fat ones were uh, just in the netball team. I how how many steps are you allowed to take with a with a netball? Well, that was the thing. I, I didn't really catch it that much. I ended up just grabbing it and throwing it. Um, I'm guessing there's a goalkeeper. You just normally stand at the net and block shots. Is that yeah, well, that was the thing. All I had to do was make sure that their uh, striker um, wasn't allowed the ball. So just made sure that I could block that. Two-footed yeah. challenge. <laughs> yeah. No. I think this is a lie. I think it's a lie as well. And, um, and I think it's a lie. Uh, My issue so far is, he says year six, which in secondary school, and he's not naming the positions, right? I'm sure it's not strikers, like goals, shooter or some bollocks like that. Yeah. And also, I can't see him let him play a mixed netball in school, no matter how weird Derby is. I, I, could, I could see maybe playing mixed netball, but in a in a tournament that you go to play at with other schools and things as well. Maybe not. Like maybe no. it would be something like to to get kids involved or whatever, but not necessarily as a proper tournament. We're going to look yeah. like twats if it is now, though. Um, yeah. Well, I'm g- we're going to go for a lie, Tony. Go for glory. Okay, JC, can you reveal? This is true. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell! How uh, was that? I was the captain of my primary school netball team. Yes. Um, actually, the 1993 Derby youth intake was blessed with not only Jamel Lascelles, <laughs> um, who now has gone to play for Newcastle, uh, we've got our very own JC as netballer. JC, oh, can't believe it. JCGK. Um, yeah, I, I make that in a 5-3 victory to the blue team, or brown team. Yes. Oh, get in. Um, Good game, lads. Good so, game. Yeah, well played, JC. Obviously, def- deflected there. Really Don't well. throw your drink on your computer, Dan. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't end the pod just yet. Um, so yeah, you guys have won a Friday follow. So well done, Curtis, JC. Yes. Just Do you unfollow and then refollow? Because obviously, I'm. I've, I've already won a Friday follow before. I think. Oh no, we'll, we'll Friday follow you again. I think Dan. Dan, you've got kind of a, a guarantee that you can boost followers, haven't you? Yeah, free followers are guaranteed. There by, um, a Friday follow. Excellent. So, whatever your number so is take, now, we'll plus three. Six followers then. Yeah. So that's the guarantee. Yeah. So enjoyed that one. Um, so there's nothing really. Uh, I don't know what we say to that um, that JC card. Really, it was it was about <laughs> dynamics, wasn't it? I've kind of totally free myself yeah. now. Um, I had to make a decision in my FM save the other day about my vice captain, and it, the FM prompted me to give it to the guy that's just joined who wasn't in any social group, and I decided to ignore that. Um, I just wondered, when you pick captains, do you do you look at dynamics in the groups? And, it depends, really, because um, I, on my Bolton save, I've just appointed a new captain, because my old captain left, and the new captain is a new player. But his um, attributes fit a captain nicely, compared to the best. And also, we've had quite a lot of a turnover this season, so it's not really any real social groups. Right. Where one was a standout. So it depends on the situation. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. I'm, I suppose in my situation, I'm, I'm only bringing like two or three in a year. So it's not yeah, it's yeah. not disrupting the that the status of the groups or the composition of them. Yeah. I generally don't like to rock the boat and change 
my captain unless the captain's left for some reason. Just keep just keep them on. Yeah, I'm the same. It feels it feels like just too much of a like dick swinging move, doesn't it? Like just to take it off someone just for no good reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm guessing JC as a, as a netball captain. Uh, I'm good you, at you leading had, sides. Was, it, what was that sorry? I'm good at leading my sides out. That's that's the main thing. I I, I led yeah. Lawn Primary School to a Year Six competition win at the City Links tournament, and now the dynamics I have in Football Manager, I, I'm I've got them down to a T. I like it when they're all friends. I don't like it when there's just three of them sat at the end, just like we have no friends. I'd like to see if we can try and push them all together. It is sad when you do a new signing and he's just stuck in his own little social group and he's not integrating. Yeah, I'd like can, to do something about that. You can just imagine him just sat there in training, just like on his own, like kicking the grass. Yeah, almost like imagining that Ashley Cole team photo when he was like on the periphery of the <laughs> squad photo. Yeah, it, it's pretty much that. But no, okay. That brings discussion of FM and this pod entirely. We're, we're now on the agenda back into any other business. So it's a chance really to promote, I guess, your channels, what you're up to in FM at the moment, um, and anything you want to shout out, really. Um, so we'll start with our guest. So, Jim, uh, yeah, where can um, people find you? Yeah, it's uh, on Twitter, I'm JimG underscore FM, and on YouTube, I'm just JimG FM or YouTube.com forward slash JimG FM. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've just got my Atletico Madrid save ongoing at the moment, and come and have a look if you haven't already. And the videos are pretty regular, aren't they? They've... Once a week, like one yeah. video, one video a week. But it's like, yeah, not not as regular as some YouTubers, but it's it's as much as I can manage. Yeah, well, because you're always in the shower for about an hour. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna be in. It's gonna be a long shower tomorrow. Curti, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can people find you and what you've been up to? Uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash work the space. Um, <laughs> no <laughs> way. Uh, uh, yeah, I love Jim's videos. Jim is actually like my favourite YouTuber at the moment. Oh, no offence, Jay. Thank you. But um, uh, when I found out that this was the lineup, I was very, very excited. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Okay. and sorry, you always you should never meet your heroes. Yeah, we we told Jim that Royal Fox is turning up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not really doing much at the moment uh, because of just time and stuff. Uh, hopefully, I'll start another network save with Herb the Nerd in the coming weeks. Yeah. Do the biblical save. Come on, yeah. someone needs to do it. <laughs> I'll 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 put it on the table. Let's see what he says. Yeah, <laughs> he he does worship the devil, so it might not it might not get past him. But uh, but yeah, twi- Twitter dot com slash FM. You can find me at the moment. And JC, um, yeah, I'm actually half tempted to order a Jesus outfit off uh, Amazon right now for something. I think, I think it's got to be done now. There's got to be a, there's got to be a skit in there somewhere. Oh, there's plenty, mate. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, at the minute I'm doing a save with Lincoln United, who uh, is a club I've linked up with because of my friend Nathan Jarman, who unfortunately has resigned from his job this week, which makes it a lot more awkward for me now to carry on doing it. But um, I'm going to plough on. Um, like It was hard when Genevieve left the netball team, but I took the reins and pushed it on and I feel like I'm going to do the same here so yeah just uh, come over onto YouTube uh, 
obviously check Jim out first and then me if you, if you're Curty. Um, <laughs> that, that is the order, yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify, that is the order, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, nearly on a, a thousand subscribers. So if you haven't, make make sure you come over uh, and help me get to that goal. Yeah, well, those three followers are definitely going to be coming your way. Oh, yeah, follow, so sweet. Uh, on the road to 1K. Um, Dan, we've been blogging, haven't we? I've done a blog myself, um, I think on Sunday, at fmgrasshop.com, uh, with my pen year save. And you, Dan, you're, I think your Bolton blogs are slowing down somewhat. Yeah, um, they, um, they've all caught up now, so they should be back to weekly on the Fridays. Yeah. I've, um, I've written the next one today, so that should be out Friday. And we're celebrating your 10-year anniversary in your in-game day, aren't we? It- it will be at the end of this current season on the blocks, but yeah, today I've got to the end of the 10-year ten, ten anniversary from when I signed, so I'm still enjoying the same, and we're going for 20 years now. Wow, a decade of gear. A decade of gear, imagine. Yeah, beautiful thing. Uh, Stacey seems happy, she's happy for 12 years. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe she is. We'd, we'll have to get her on again to, to confirm that. <laughs> Well, guys, this is the awkward goodbye now. I've really enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for bringing the game to yeah. life. Thanks for um, coming on. And, it's um, been a good laugh. Thank- yeah, it's been really good. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Thank okay. you enjoy, enjoy the S type, Curtie. Thank you. <laughs> I knew, as soon as you said Jaguar, I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Have you actually ever owned a Jaguar? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I got access. Uh, to Have you? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah so everything I said about the Jack was true. Yeah, we should probably end the podcast there. Thank you, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers, bye. Bye, Thanks for listening.